And good morning and welcome to the VSA Capital Five Minute Morning Miner on Friday, May the 26th, the glorious morning, the bank holiday coming up. Some of us have started it already, actually. Uh, I'm down here in Cornwall. Uh, probably won't have time to visit any Cornish mines on this trip, but I'll be visiting a lot over the summer. Uh, morning, Paul. How are you? I'm very busy to, for this being a Friday, that's for sure. So glad to see the weekend coming up, an extended one. Now, I did notice today Frank, there was a lot of commentary on Twitter about why the copper price was weak at the moment when everyone's saying there's going to be a massive shortage of copper. And I actually tweeted back just pointing out the point that copper is a bit like the oil markets in as much as it's very, it, the price sets the tone of today, supply demand today. It doesn't try and anticipate what the future is. Equities obviously are always trying to anticipate the future. Uh, and that's the problem. The squeeze in copper is probably going to happen in two or three years time, isn't it, Paul? Yes, that's right. And and copper is a, essentially a commodity barometer for what people's expectations of the global economy in general. And uh, obviously, a lot of people are expecting recession here later this year. So therefore, the um, manufacturing orders are really sliding off, particularly in China in recent months. Uh, so that's got people uh, rather concerned. Yeah. Anyway, OK, let's turn to some news. Let's crack through it. Um, so Pan-African, that's the uh, UK quoted South African gold producer pool. They've, they've had um, they've lowered their gold output guidance, I think, today. Yes, they sure have uh, lower output guidance for the fiscal year due in part to issues around power, reliability and its impact on mine operations uh, from ESCOM uh, as uh, Pan-African reports today. They now expect uh, about 25,000 ounces less than uh, what they had previously hoped for. And it'll be 175,000 ounces neighborhood wise and particular impact on the Barberton underground and the Evander mine crown pillar mining. Uh, to offset that, there has been favorable change in currency exchange rates between the RAND and the U.S. dollar. And there has been, as well, uh, a rise in the gold price that helps to offset those issues. So uh, overall, from a um, financial uh, and operating standpoint, it's uh, additional um, uh, pains and, and um, difficulties in operations, but it won't have a particularly huge material impact on the books. And they do have uh, tried to reassure investors that they uh, have all the indications that uh, still debt will be paid down even further and the dividend will be maintained. Oh, we do like a dividend to be maintained. Uh, yeah, keep going, Paul. What else we got today? Yes, we had the first gold pour on the Seguela uh, a gold mine up in West Africa from Fortuna Silver. This would become uh, Fortuna's third operating gold mine, and it's a pretty good one, too. Uh, it's got a really, really low all-in sustaining cost estimate uh, coming in for it, uh, and it gets them into an operating position in yet another uh, country in West Africa, in this case in Cote d'Ivoire. So it's got a 1.1 million ounce gold uh reserve as well as another 1.1 million ounces of golden resources uh, so the annual production rate about 120,000 ounces 
and the all-in sustaining costs will be very low indeed, down at the uh, 880 at to 10.80 per ounce gold level, which is uh, in the upper end of second uh, quartile in the uh, comparison of peers across the world. So it, it should be very, very good uh, story for uh, Fortuna with this third mine in operation now. Yeah, slightly unusual stock because it's listed on the New York Stock Exchange uh, and also the TSX uh, in Canada, but uh, it's one of the few uh, listed U.S. stocks uh, in the mining space. The U.S. is lacking in mining stocks completely, uh, which is why they don't really understand it out there uh, and need to, uh, particularly with transitional energy. Uh, anything else you want to call, talk on, Paul? Yeah, the um, major PGMs uh, outfit, uh, Johnson Matthew, listed here on the main board in London, uh, reported uh, sales of 4.2 billion sterling, uh, a 6% uh, increase on a year-on-year -year basis for their year-end, which ended on 31st of March. Underlying profit, though, was off by about 21% to just uh, 465 million pounds of sterling, and they attribute that mostly to lower PGM price comparisons year on year, as well as some of the cost inflation across supply chains that they uh, participate in. The underlying earnings per share came in down by 16% to uh, 177p. So we'll see if uh, they can otherwise improve the margins as we go through this period in uh, uh, 2023 uh, for the fiscal year 2024. That's what I would hope to be uh, seeing in this case. I also yeah, wanted those figures, to... those figures were actually out yesterday. And if you want to hear more about them, do listen to the um, VSA Capital Tech and Transitional Energy podcast we do every Thursday because we had quite a long chat about Johnson Massey on that one. And did want to mention too the uh, that uh, Sandfire Resources has uh, produced their first copper concentrates at at its Moteo copper mine in Botswana. Uh, Moteo is mining uh, on the T3 open pit sediment hosted copper deposit and hopes to produce. Uh, about 270,000 tons uh, a year of ore at 1.1% copper and 130,000 tons a year at around 0.7% copper uh, on a run of mine pad, uh, which uh, is uh, in place now for April of 2023. And they want to bring the production in a ramp up to 3.2 million tons per annum there. So a nice new copper mine there in Botswana. And this is one of those stories that VSA spotted early on some years ago. Very good. All right, let's leave call it there. Everybody have a lovely long bank one holiday weekend. We'll be back on Tuesday. Very good. See you then.